Hi, Pastor Greg here. I am the pastor of the Jordan Assembly of God Church in Montana. You are listening to the live Sunday service that streams most Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. If you would like to listen to past broadcasts, you can find us at www.agjordanmt.com. You can find links for our live broadcast as well as links to past broadcasts. Look for Jordan Assembly of God Church on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify. Or if you like to watch the service, you can follow the video links and subscribe to be notified when we go live. We are doing a series on both letters written to the Christians in Thessalonica called Thessalonians. So without further introduction, Thessalonians. Now, good morning. All right. So we are finally actually going to end for Thessalonians today. I've only been promising it for like a month now, so I'm thinking that that hopefully, you know, that's a thing. And we are in part four, Cadence. And in this um, Thessalonians series that we're doing, we have basically been going through the interactions and basically by abiding in Jesus, the who we are reflects the who he is. The effect of who he is governs our reactions and interactions, those short moments. With leaders, you have high esteem with people, worn with love and with God. Rejoice, pray, and thankfulness. Why? For this is the will of God. Rejoice, for your name is written through the blood of Christ, the Son of God, who came in flesh. And why did he come? To seek and save the lost. The way, the truth, and the life brought by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, and our interaction Remember Mary's reaction to that. May it be to me according to your word. I think that's God's word for us is to follow him. God's word for us is to rejoice for our name is written. God's word for us is to pray always. Our God's word for us is to be thankful. Thankful in every situation and in everything. But remember that statement of, I'm not thankful because I'm having to go through it. I'm thankful because of the God who's going to walk me through it. So, this sets the cadence. Oh, and I forgot to actually do the, the third one. But this sets the cadence for the fourth and final part. Um of 1 Thessalonians, we're in part 13 of 1 Thessalonians, and Psalms 27, 14. And it says this, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And it's, the entire Psalms is, is, Psalm 27 is really good. But, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Let's pray.
Father, I want to thank you for this day, and I want to thank you for this time. I pray, Father, that we may have a wonderful time fellowshipping with one another and worshiping you. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Cadence. All right. You might be intrigued to know that cadence is not the key note, but cadence is that low note that's right below that at the very end of a sentence. It sets the tone. When you look it up in definitions, cadence is the highs and the lows throughout, but really sets the tone at the end. It indicates when the next verse is going to start. It sets the tone. It sets the beat. It sets, the, it sets those things going in. And the reason why, and this, and this came to me um, while I was... Uh, while I was praying on, I do believe it was either, I think it was on a Tuesday, and that, let's see here, that a cadence kind of sets that beat that's going on. And we have a choice in our lives, that kind of note that we set on. So it's a note that actually starts and it goes up and down. So I was thinking when I was looking at the Psalms 27, verse 14, verse, you know, verse 14, and um, I, I started thinking of a cadence. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say. On the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Set the tone, set the beat, get it going. That was just something that I was, as I was reading that verse, that kind of actually gets it going, that tone and whatever. But the song that was going through my heart and my mind. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Yeah, he is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed the faithful lightning of his sword. His truth is... This was going through my heart. This was going through my head all throughout. Glory, glory, hallelujah. And it's a little bit glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. And then my mind went, <gasps> because I realized that his truth is marching on. I'm like, oh my. So after I got through that, I went through the song. After getting through the battle hymn of the Republic, this came to my heart and into my mind. To be sure the Holy Spirit is leading you the way. He is marching right past your issues in the midst of the chaotic day. He is saying that's not the problem. You need to follow him today. God's truth is marching on. I take no credit 
Because who is the leader of truth? Who leads us into all truth? The Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. It sets the cadence. It sets the tone. It sets the tone. He is not pushing you. He is leading you. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is all about glorifying God. We like to interpret the Spirit. We like to put our own thoughts behind it. But he's not the one that's behind us, pushing us. He's the one leading, and we're the ones that are following. God's truth is marching on. We've been singing the song, I don't know how long, and how long ago that this song has been written, but we've been singing that song, and have we realized that the one that we're following is the Holy Spirit? It's not for me to interpret the actions of the Holy Spirit. It's for me to follow the Holy Spirit. It's my life wrapped up in the journey of walking and following after the Spirit. Our understanding is not the cadence of a Christian. Our reasoning is not the cadence of a Christian. Our justifications are not the, the cadence of a Christian. God's truth is the cadence of a Christian. We're looking at a brand new year, 2024. We're, gonna, we're ending tonight and we're waking up in a brand new year for us. And in my heart and in my mind, I was like, Lord, how do we approach this year? How do we think about what we want to do? You know, you have, you have the New Year's resolutions. You have things going on. How can, how can we as Christians, what sets the tone of me as a Christian? That was in my heart and that was in my mind. And then all of a sudden, this kind of, I was just taking my shower and I started singing. I just started singing and I started, I had it in my heart and mind, got all the way through my shower, got out of my shower, got dressed. And it was on my mind. It was on my mind when I was at work. It was on my mind all throughout. God's truth is marching on. And I'm like, my my mind was going amazing because if the whole entire Thessalonians is basically about following truth. What does truth do? Truth changes us. Truth makes us and forms us. If you were to simply be truthful with yourself about who you are, what would happen? If you were to simply take the time to examine yourself and be truthful, whether or not you did read the Bible, whether or not you did not read the Bible, 
whether or not you prayed, whether or not you didn't pray, all those things like that that's going on in your heart and in your mind, all those things that you should have done during the year and you didn't do it, all those things, and you were to just take it and you were to actually be truthful, would not the Father appreciate one who's willing to come with the truth? This is who I am. And I'm a pretty messed up individual. I have a lot of failures. Some people know about. <laughs> and some people that it's just between God and myself. And for me to look at my life and for me to say, God, this is who I am. But my identity is not found in who I am. But it's in who he is. And I can't tell you how thankful I am. You know, and and talks about grace. And this is the one thing, this is this is the wonderfulness of grace of God. Because the grace of God, who am I? That Christ died for me. So why do I feel like in my life I need to hide things so that I don't reveal them, knowing full well that God knows exactly who I am? That while I was yet a sinner, Christ died. God's truth is marching on. And yeah, I am focusing a lot on, on real, purposeful, meaningful relationship with God right now. We are looking at a brand new year. We There's going to be a lot of emotions that are going on. There's a lot of things that we're praying for. There's a lot of hurts. There's a lot of agonies. There's a lot of things in our leadership that we just keep on praying about that, that it's, it's a thing right now. And I don't have the answers for 2024. I don't know if it's going to be a good year, quote unquote. I don't know if it's going to be a bad year, quote unquote. But I do know the one who does hold tomorrow. So when we're looking at the new year, prepare yourself with that grace of God 
and understand that while we walk in, it's he who protects our mind. It's he who protects our heart. If you are finding yourself being embroiled in the emotions that's going around, that means there's somewhere where you're concentrating on something that you shouldn't be concentrating and you need to bring it back and concentrate on who you need to be concentrating for his truth is marching on. It is continuing. What is his truth? Rejoice for your name is written. Pray constantly and consistently. And thankfulness that you know the one who's going to walk you through. I don't know if this verse is up there. God's truth is the cadence of a Christian. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the Spirit is leading us in all truth. When Jesus says, said, you do, don't, do not know, in John 4, 21 through 24, and he's talking to the Samaritan woman. John 4, 21 through 24. I'll bring the, the list up. There you are. So in John 4, 21 through 24, Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. God's truth is marching on for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. You must follow after the spirit. You must go off after that. He's trampling. So as Paul is ending Thessalonians, after learning of the will of God to rejoice, to pray, to be thankful, that we need to be found in Christ, that us by not quenching the Holy Spirit, we discover that God's truth is the cadence for eternity. So when we look at 1 Thessalonians, 5:23 through 28 And he says this Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ he who calls you is faithful who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read to all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Who's going to sanctify us? I, I like how Paul... I like how Paul forms this. He focuses our mind 
so that we understand the actions that need to be done by ourselves. But then he says, but the one that is going to sanctify you is going to be God the Father. The one that is going to actually prepare you is going to be God the Father. The one that is actually going to walk you through is going to be God the Father. So... Follow after truth. Like, well, Greg, I already know this. It's great. What's going to be my next statement? It's going to be my, 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 every time my, my dad and mom came in and they were talking to me and, and they said, Greg, this is what you need to do. And I said, I already know what I need to do. And then they, the very next thing that would come out to me, then do it find myself as a parent doing that a lot. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the love of God and the truth of God walking us through the life that we are in. I don't know what next year is going to bring. I don't know the way things are going to look. I have no idea. But I do know that what we need to do is we need to hang on. There is a reason why God put this song in my heart. There's a reason why God is stamping out that cadence, that beat that says, keep moving forward. Well, Greg, I got this phone call today. Keep moving forward. Well, Greg, this happened in my life. Keep moving forward. I got this happening. Keep moving forward. Because God's truth marches on. You may have tears. You may have joy. You may go through all those ups and downs of life during this year. But God's truth is marching on. And follow it. Why? Rejoice for your name is written. That gets me every single time. Why should I rejoice? Because my name is written. I have accepted the precious blood of Christ. I have accepted the fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose again, and that by me acknowledging and confessing that, that I find salvation. I don't know about you, but that's kind of cool. It's kind of neat that we can actually be able to actually have that kind of eternity going through. What's interesting about cadence is it's not the start of the verse that sets it. It's not the start of the verse that sets the cadence. It's the end. It's the low portion of the verse that sets it. It's always one tone lower than the key note. And I will get to what's on the board here pretty soon. But he sanctifies us. First Thessalonians 5:23 through 28, he sanctifies us. 
He preserves us until that day, for he is faithful. Notice that he says this, greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. Now, that's kind of a little awkward. It's not something a part of our tradition or something like that. And no, we're not going to enact that, so don't worry about that. But here's also another little key, key thing that really hit me between the eyes. Never allow the relationship with one another to get to the point where you cannot love and care for the people around you. If there is a frustration, if there is something that is going on or whatever, and you feel sometimes you just need to let it go, and I've had to do that several times, but there are some times where a discussion does need to have happen, a discussion, not an argument, please, and thank you, but a discussion, where one where the sharing of information is there, where the talking of things are there, not out of anger, but in what? In love. But if you are at the point where loving and caring for one another is kind of a thing, probably need to actually deal with that because Paul is saying, greet one another with a holy kiss. And basically the way I take that to be, I mean, traditionally that's where they, they were, I take that to be when we as the body of Christ gather, is there one that you struggle with? And if so, you may need to actually take that and start walking that through. Because here's the thing. Think of it this way. Eventually, you will see one another in eternity. Oh, well, then I'll have such a better attitude. Yes, but prepare now, please. <laughs> Prepare now. Look at one another. Pray for one another. Love one another. Greet one another. Caring. How are you doing? Well, I may not be able to get into it right now, but I'm kind of going through a bad day. Okay, I will pray for you. How's your day going? My day is really horrible. I had a really horrible Friday. I'm just going to be honest with you right now. Friday was pretty bad. So I asked for prayer. I don't know how your Friday was. I don't know your week. That's why we pray. That's why we encourage. It is not the start of your life that determines your cadence. It's how we respond to the low tones that we meet in our life. That's what sets the tone. So who teaches? God teaches us and sets the cadence because his truth marches in front of us and his truth leads us. What is truth? What is the next coming year? I don't know, but I look at it with expectation, knowing that the one that is going to walk me through. And this really means a lot to me because I don't know about you, maybe some of you had a really awesome, awesome, incredible childhood. I spent six, month in the, six months in the system. 
and that was enough. And uh, and that was not fun. It's amazing what happens in six months to a to a child. It's amazing what happened. Um, apparently, I got addicted to Coca Cola. You know, in six months, I don't even know how you could get addicted to Coca Cola within six months. But from from six months to a year old, that's where I was in the system. And apparently, somebody really fed me Coca Cola or something. I have no clue why. But that was one of the things that I walked through. You have no idea. I don't know about your family life. I don't know how you started out this life. But I do know that no matter how you started, you are special. You are important. And God loves you. And that's important. So it's not how you start how we deal with the low tones of life. All right. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful brand new year. I hope you look at it with expectation. I hope, you know what? Read the word get into the word. That's my encouragement. Of course, that's my encouragement all the time, right? It's, it's always my encouragement. But get into the word. Focus on that. Pray for one another. Have a wonderful time. Let's pray. Father, I want to thank you for this day, and I want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for who you are. I pray, Father, that as we enter into 2024, I pray, Father, that we may follow after you, that we may follow after your truth, that we may pursue you with all of our hearts and minds. I pray, Father, that you may be with, be with those who are sick. Be with those that, that, are, that are battling cancer right now. Be with those that are just cannot even get out of bed right now. And I, Father, I, I pray that you may be with them and that you may encourage them and they may walk with them. I pray, Father, that you may be with those that lost loved ones and who have who are right now going through just life changes. And I pray, Father, that you may be with them. Be with our nation, be with our leaders, be with Jerusalem, be with, with your people. And I pray, Father, that you may touch, that you may protect. Be with the hostages, Father. I pray, Father, that you may bring them back home safely. And I pray, Father, that you be glorified in our hearts and in our minds. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. I hope that you enjoyed it. To follow along with this series, you can go to www.agjordanmt.com and following the links for current and past broadcasts. I hope that you have a wonderful day.